The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Are you ready to spark an extraordinary shift in your life? Are you ready to step into a new year of abundance and prosperity? Well, listen in to this episode when my guest is James Parker. Reverend James Parker is a senior minister and CEO of Unity Chicago. James has an extensive entrepreneurial and leadership background across multiple industries, including telecommunications, construction, real estate, and business consulting and development, as well as restaurant and hospitality. A respected leader and inspirational changemaker, Reverend James Parker elegantly interweaves profound spiritual insights with practical financial wisdom, inviting readers of his new book, The Wealth Spark, which we're going to be talking about today, to embark on a transformative journey towards abundant living and enlightened prosperity. So I'm excited to bring you this episode of Igniting the Spark. I'm Stephanie James, psychotherapist and transformation coach, and you are listening to Igniting the Spark, where each week we bring you inspirational guests to help you ignite your joy, happiness, and well-being. Together, we can illuminate the world. Welcome to Igniting the Spark. I am so excited to have this guest. We've already been connecting before the show. So you guys, I'm telling you, you are in for a treat. We have James Parker with us. James, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm so looking forward to this and, and to this experience. And uh, an opportunity to just share with you will be uh, a beautiful day for me. Yes. Ah, uh, I love it. Well, I have to tell you, when I was just reading your bio and found out that you were a reverend at Unity Chicago, I Unity is a church here in Fort Collins. I live in Fort Collins, Colorado, that I've resonated with. Can you share, before we dive into your book, which I can't wait, you have such an eclectic background. Yeah. How did you get into this? How did you get into being the reverend of Unity Chicago. Oh boy. Um, I, I'd say it was the cosmic two by four, but it, it, it the story's a little longer than that. So I I uh at first I, I grew up in the Kojic um, movement, which is Church of God in Christ, and it's pretty fundamental, you know, um, pretty strict. And it just wasn't resonating with me. I just wasn't feeling it. And you know, right around uh, you know mid high school age, my my dad had a huge accident, fell down a couple flights of stairs, and 
and really, uh, you know, he had a blood clot in his brain and, you know, he passed on a, a little after that. But it shook me in a way that I started I started my own quest. I wanted something that could be more fulfilling for me. And I just happened to walk into a unity study group and heard someone say, God is within you. And that blew my mind. It was an awakening for me. And from there, I just, you know, started studying. And then later I uh, met Marianne Williamson, who was our spiritual leader for a while and uh, went to her and said, I think I want to do this. I feel called. And I had these businesses going on and all of this stuff happening in my life, a young daughter. And, you know, um, it was just, just something that pulled me in. I don't, I don't know. It was, it was, um, it was, it was spirit. And after, after a little while in seminary, I, I came out, this was maybe 20 years ago and uh, began my walk uh, in, you know, congregational ministry and, you know, supporting others and, you know, helping them find that spark that's within them. So beautiful. What an awesome journey. I love the cosmic two by four. Yes. yes. It's real. <laughs> it's real. Sometimes the universe just, or the divine just, yeah, gives us that wake up. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, there, there there, just comes a time when, you know, we become resistant to change and the universe is like, no, I want you to move. And we're like, no, I don't want to change. And then it, you know, it gives you the, the two by four upside the head and, you know, you move and you realize later, oh my God, what, what took me so long to just, you know, make the transition to just move, to do something different. And so change and transformation are a big part of the, the cosmic two by four. If you don't want it, make the change. You're right. Yes. You know, and you and I could do a whole other podcast. I mean, I'd love to have you on again because I'd love to talk about some of this around do we have to suffer to change? Sure. Absolutely. You know, and and I started reading your book and I just got it. So I didn't get all the way through it. Uh, but there, just some of the things in here, they are those wake ups. And maybe we don't need to necessarily suffer through those. No, no, I, I don't think so. I, you know, it, it's really, we bring about our own suffering in our own ways. You know, it, 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 as uh, I've heard you mention before, and I'm also mentioned in the book, you know, we get tied into our limited beliefs. You know, we, we, we have this negative self-talk where we're always, you know, speaking badly about ourselves unconsciously. Most of the times, you know, we, we, we have a habit of staying stuck in our past or carrying baggage into, you know, relationships. And, and these things are red flags and they will cause the suffering, but suffering does not have to happen if we just op become open and accept, you know, the, the awakening, the connection that's within us, the spark that's, that's there. Uh, that's always been there. I love that. And I agree so deeply to me. That's exactly the reason that this show, it, it's been called The Spark. And this last year has been called Igniting the Spark. It's that essence, right? Within us. Yeah. It's always been there. You know, it's it's amazing how uh, it, many people say it's something that they found, but it, it never left. You know, it's what's that old saying? If you feel that God is moved, you feel that God is distant. Guess who moved? You know, th th that spark within has never left. It never moved. It's always been there. And it's just about us, you know, connecting, you know, awakening, you know, and finding our true path. That is beautiful. It it wind, it winds back to what you said earlier when you had your awakening when you heard God's within. 
Yeah, yes. And it's such a, you know, I I, I try to liken it to, um, you know, finding a, a sense of love for myself or a sense of peace of mind or finding my own inner joy. All of those things are connected to that spark within us, you know. So if we just, you know, go within, you know, find um, find the a way of activating our true selves, becoming our highest selves. You know, there's just no limit to the things that we can accomplish and bring forth. You know, it's it's a magnetism that's just so amazing. You know, they talk about the law of attraction uh, a lot of times, and that's a, a very old concept. But um, what's attract? What what is that thing that's a, that's that's causing this attraction? It's that divine spark within us. You know, people. You know, the more we we activate our spark, the more it comes alive. The more it lights up. And, you know, people are drawn to light, and so. Uh, it, it's just an amazing um, experience and, and an opportunity to really make a difference in the world. I think that when when you're talking about though, let's if, if we direct this a little bit more to the book, sure. Because I this is this is so interesting because I really do believe that, right? So I really believe that what we what we focus on, we get more of, right? It's that principle in physics. So. If we're focused on that divine spark, and I, I, I just get so lit up as I'm watching you talk about the divine spark and and truly, you know, igniting that. I, I feel that from you, and it is contagious. As, as you, as your vibration, you know, you're vibrating so high. I can feel myself over here just going, okay, take a deep breath because I'm floating <laughs> about five feet above my chair. And I guess that here's what's interesting. I am really interested because you have this background in finance and in these different businesses. And it's interesting sometimes the the interweaving of those things. Because I think sometimes people think, oh, you're a business person or you're spiritual. How did that intersect for you? You, you know, it's, um, <laughs> that, that that's an amazing question. So for me, I, I find uh, initially when I was, uh, going through my my life, you know, my dad had his accident. I was called home um, to to run the business. I had a a brother in medical school. There's no way he was going to be able uh, to come out and and handle things. And I was kind of just you know thrown into it and uh, began finding myself in in entrepreneurship. You know, it was a small, very small business, but perfect for me to learn uh, and experience. And so. Um, in that process, I found spirituality at the same time, and I began to meld the two, you know, like, uh, I began, you know, praying, um, about, you know, the business and, and being attached to it. I began giving, get, giving back to the community, which is a very spiritual concept. I found gratitude, which, oh my God, um, is such an amazing energy. I, I don't know how I lived without it so long. I, I, and so these these things began operating together. But you know, there there was a time, being honest, that I still did not feel uh, fully fulfilled. I didn't feel the um, the total engagement of spirit. Now I was reaching for you know material riches and, and material possessions, and you know sometimes in business that kind of uh, gets in the way 
uh, the greater cause, the greater things that we can do. And so when I, you know, find when I found that I was doing that, that I was putting, you know, the 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 riches and the materialism above my own highest self or consciousness, you know, I I, I was able to to flip it, you know, and and I, and when I did that, that's when the wealth spark, the book came forth. You know, it was like, oh my God. So uh, if I ignite the, this spark within me, if I find this 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 beautiful thing that is immutable, and I begin to use that, I can not only have the financial gain and the material possessions, but I can also have personal growth, meaningful relationships, you know, a sense of purpose, you know, sustained success. So it, it just kind of you know morphed uh, that way. And what a fantastic, I mean, blending, dovetailing. And yeah, to me, as I hear that, that's this beautiful, complete circle of life. You know, it's this, like you're talking about fulfillment and something that's really meaningful. And it reminds me of this podcast I was listening to where there was a rapper and I I don't listen to rap, so I can't tell you who he was. Um, he's someone with just one name. But anyway, he was... Uh, he was sharing about, it was interesting because he had just written a book on personal growth. And part of his awakening was, he said, when he got his third platinum album, he thought, you know, I'm going to just achieve happiness. I'm going to achieve that feeling of inner success. And he said the lowest moment of his life was when he won that third platinum album. And the next day it was still him. There was no feeling of inner success, inner empowerment, inner well-being, because it's not outside of us, right? Exactly. It is not outside of us. And it's such, you know, it's such a misconception, you know, that um, financial success ensures, you know, emotional and personal well-being or that um, that if we have success in one area of our lives, that it automatically equates us having success in others. And so that's why I kind of, pin the book as being about holistic wealth. You know, we need a holistic idea of wealth, you know, not something that's only enriched by finances, but that's also, you know, a a deeper dive into living an abundant and fulfilled life. And 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 I think that's challenging for a lot of people, especially in our society where um, things are really about capitalism. I mean, you know, the social standard is you, you've got to grind, you've got to make money, you know, and that's the way to support your family. But boy, wouldn't it be something if we were to find uh, uh, the holistic value of supporting our family and doing it that way? Oh my God, uh, you know, just our, our families, our children, our community would be, you know, blessed by it. I love that. And I and I want to ask you then, you know, part of this, what you talk about in the beginning and you referenced earlier is to get in touch with that wealth spark within us, which I'm hearing from you. It's it's wealth in all areas. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's a mindset behind this. Yeah. yeah. You know, because we do have these unconscious, like you said, limiting beliefs that get in the way. Yes. And it's so true. I, I, and I, I talk about adopting a wealth mindset um, simply because I, I, I see that there's so many people that are kind of stuck in a scarcity mindset and, and the limiting beliefs, the negativity, the, you know, the, the, the belief that they, they shouldn't have wealth, you know, 
And, you know, I, I can't really say that, you know, there's any one thing to blame for that. You know, many times we've carried these things into, as you know, we've carried these things into our lives from generations ago. Our parents or our parents' parents or someone, you know, may have, you know, been programmed that way and it just kind of, you know, carried down in, into our lives. But, you know, we 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 tend to get stuck in these feelings of, you know, scarcity of of not being good enough or smart enough or pretty enough or young enough. You know, we 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 just kind of you know allow ourselves to become influenced by so much so many negative outside things that I talk about the wealth spark because I really want people to come into a, a greater understanding of their truth. You know that you are a a higher being within you. We are spiritual beings having a human experience, not the other way around. And if we begin to live from our spiritual, you know, consciousness, our spiritual presence, we, you know, this, this wealth that is within us, this potential that is within us, you know, will lead us to our, our, our very greatness. And greatness doesn't mean, you know, super wealth or money or big cars and apartments. Wealth could be a, a teacher who is, you know, has these young minds that are becoming developed and growing and, and that person sees just a sense of purpose in doing that. So whatever we can find to to live our very purpose, you know, that's that's a wealth. You know, this thing about mindset too. A, a quick example that really resonates as you're saying that, and it is so much our mindset and our heart set. You know, my, my husband and I live in this sweet little bungalow. And I know that there's been times where we're like, well, let's, let's get a big house and let's do this. And we'll go out and look for houses. And there's been times I've come back and go, oh, my house is just, oh, it's the roof over here is falling apart or this isn't good. And I can start really feeling the negative result of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I can go into a neighborhood where the houses aren't so great and, and things are falling, really falling apart. And I can come back, you know, when I've gone to these trips to Mexico and, and seen how some of the other people live and come back and go, I live in a castle. I am so blessed. Like you were talking like the attitude of gratitude. Yeah. And how that switches things around. Yeah. And that's, I think that's probably the basis to me of um, the wealth mindset. I, I think it starts there for me. Um, it's um, having a gratitude for, you know, what I have, you know, what, what I am, the benefits that are just there for me all the time. And gratitude, like I said earlier, is an energy. So if you increase your attitude of gratitude, you're actually attracting in more things to be grateful for. So yeah, I, I'm the same as you. I, you know, I live in, in a, an apartment, you know, on the lakefront, and I, I'm a, I'm an avid person of taking the photos of the sunrise as I face the east and. I see some of the most beautiful, you know, things happen in, in the morning and. I, I started thinking, well, maybe I need a bigger place or maybe I need to move into something, you know, more, you know, engaging. But boy, I could I don't want to give up, you know, that that sunrise in the morning. And I'm very content with my life. You know, it's it's uh, I have benefited greatly from uh, the spark within me and I'm doing it in this place that I love. And there's just nothing greater that we can do, you know, really. That's it, so beautiful. I'm I'm curious too from you. 
If we just focus a little bit, though, on the financial piece, sure. because I do think that's really interesting. It's, it's like, I do think what you're saying, it's so true. It's like all the wealth that we're maybe exteriorly searching for, it's actually within. Yes, absolutely. And we also have to pay bills and live in the world and, you know, that that kind of thing. And so what what specific mindset changes for financial success would you talk about? Well, if I had to talk about financial success in, in, in that regard, I would say move from a scarcity mindset to abundance thinking, uh, cultivate an attitude of gratitude, and then uh, become a lifelong learner. You know, continue to to grow personally, allow yourself to grow personally. And that's not only through books, but seminars, webinars, and the people that you associate with. And and these things will um, will not only prop you up, but they'll lift you up. It, it's an uplifting value that brings forth financial success. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You said, too, that when you switched from this exterior to interior, that was that was a switch for you. What what personal experience uh, might you share with us of how did that manifest then in your life? What did you what happened? <laughs> That's a good question. So I was I was uh, probably in the 90s or something, early 90s, mid 90s. I was in a uh, coffee shop. Uh, just just having a cup of coffee, you know, nice little quaint place, and and I, I, I'm from uh, the Motor City, from Detroit originally. So I'm in a coffee shop, and um, there's a, a group of young professionals in, in, in the shop, and you know, sitting over at their table, and they're having a good time, and they're talking about you know the deals they've made. You know, I I, I was able, I made this deal, and I bought this car, and I made this deal, and I bought this house, and. You know, they were, you know, just kind of, you know, going through the motions. And I had this uh, penthouse apartment in uh, in this high rise down downtown there. And I was standing on my balcony later that evening thinking about these guys. And I had just closed this major deal the day before, you know. And so I, I'm thinking about what they said. And I'm thinking about, you know, wow, I, you know, I've done some pretty good things myself. But as I stood there on the balcony of this 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 high rise, I was not happy. Mm. You know, I, I, I it was it was that moment for me where I was like, 
I'm not doing what I want to do. I don't feel like this is uh, for my highest and best. And like I said, I have been going to these study groups and going, you know, to the these church meetings, and I knew there was something more for me. I like I can I could go sit in the, in the church service, hear someone talking about how God is within me, you know, bringing forth truth principles, talking about embracing, you know, oneness and and coming into a greater connection, and that was resonating with me. I was feeling good about that, but standing on the high rise, closing big business deals, no. That that didn't drive me. So it was that moment where I, the switch happened, where I decided, you know, that I need to put feet to my faith. Uh, it's time for me to start, you know, walking the talk, you know. And so, you know, I, I went on this quest, you know, and it just became this this lifelong journey that has been, you know, feeding me very well. Thank you for sharing that. That is, I think that's really such an awesome example. You know, Jim Carrey shared something like that about, he said, you know, I wish all of you, you know, the highest success, that you're famous, that you get everything externally and realize that that's not it. That's not it. No. No. Well, and so what, what ignited you, James, to want to write this book, to share this? You know, I wanted to, to really bring forward and uh, for a, a more unified approach to success you know one one that is uh one that redefines the idea of wealth as being you know something that is uh uh fosters personal growth that brings forth you know the meaningful relationships that that really ties to a life that is not just lived, but lived abundantly, you know, holistically. And so I thought to craft, I just sat down actually just writing something to myself and, you know, and I, I became, you know, I don't want to say the word obsessed, but it it became like this driver for me. Like I could be standing somewhere in the supermarket or something and something would, you know, come to mind and I'd have to stop everything I'm doing and write down notes and let me get back <laughs> to my laptop and I got to put this down. And, you know, it, it just became, you know, this thing that I craved. And suddenly it became, you know, page by page, chapter by chapter, it turned into, you know, this book, The Well Spark. I love it because it's it's the spark within you that really got ignited. And then it sounds like your soul was, I got to share this. I've got to. And, and I think that's what we do, right? We help ignite this in others. Yes. Yeah. And, and it is really true what Gandhi said. We we truly need to be the change we wish to see in the world. And so if 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 it's within us to, and, and it absolutely is, it's, if, it's, if it's within us to make a difference in the world, then we must make a difference in the world. Or again, going back to the cosmic two by four, you know, we'll either we'll either make the change or the universe will change things for us. You know, so many people come to me, you know, and now in counseling sessions and different things, and they, you know, they tell me about how you know this has happened to them. How you know this this major divorce happened, or they lost their job, or you know, or you know, just 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 something unbearable just seemed to come up for them, and. You know, I, I always say to a person, if they're willing to do the work, you know, if you're, if you're really, truly willing to do the work, you will find that 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 may have been the best thing that ever happened to you. 
Now, if you if you take it and sit back, you know, it's it's that thing. If a person that falls down and doesn't get up will never have an opportunity to make a difference. And so I really feel like those things have to happen uh, in some cases, especially if we don't if we're unwilling to make a move. I'm divorced and and, um, my uh, ex-wife and I are great friends now. Uh, but at the time, you you would have thought we were, you know, the worst enemies. And it was really, you know, because we 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 grew in different directions. You know, uh, we outgrew one another, and there was absolutely nothing wrong with that because I don't want to keep her from her greater peace, and she doesn't want to keep me from my greater peace. And so things happen, but you know, those challenges they show up to teach us a greater lesson. You know, it's it's a setback for a setup. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And that they don't those things don't have to define us, no. that, that we're so much greater than our situations or circumstances. Yes. And we're all one. You know, There we have a, we all have a connection. I, you know, I, I got on I got on this broadcast with you and I feel connected to you. You know, like it it just became automatic. And that's because we, we kind of share, you know, the same spiritual concepts and ideas and. Um, we are both universal beings, you know, and, and so it's important that, you know, we don't allow, you know, exterior things or, you know, these worldly ideas to define who we are. You know, the, the definition is is already set, you know, we're already divine beings. We have this divine spark and we should begin, you know, serving the greater good. I'm so with you, man. I'm just resonating with you so much. And you know, as a psychotherapist, I think what I find, like you in your counseling, what walks into my office, no matter if it's someone who's an internationally renowned brain surgeon or somebody who's a CEO or somebody who works for the railroad, there's this underlying message around somehow I'm not enough. Yeah. And and so this, you know, this switch that I'm hearing you, and, and not that it's just a switch that you, you know, flip the switch. It's getting in tune with that essence, that spark that we've been talking about, that is when we are really able to embody that, which is already within us, that then we're more than enough. It changes the inner monologue. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it's really about modeling that, 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 that spark that's within us. You know, we, what is it so within so without you know mm-hmm. our thoughts create our reality so if if we really begin to allow ourselves to to come into modeling you know our highest our very highest self I, I'll, I'll tell you this story if you don't mind so love it i i have this um this <laughs> uh, this ritual of my own where you know before i go into a big meeting or you know even when i wake up in the morning I, I I go within in my meditations, and I absolutely uh, begin. I look for my very highest self, and you know I I I I, I remove myself from the future, the past. I come into a centeredness, and this person that shows up is me. But I'm sitting in this yoga position, you know. And I have this air about me, and um, I never told anyone the story, and so I, I'm visualizing myself. As this person that's at peace, that's feeling joy, you know, that's just in this 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 frequency of light and love. And with all that being said, 
the thing that touches me the most is the smile on my face. And the moment I see the smile, I'm ready to go. You know, I, I go into that meeting or whatever it is that I'm about to do. I'm ready to go. The moment I see, you know, the smile on my face, I say, that's the real me. That's who I am. And so, I, you know, that's why I talk about with, with you know, wealth mindset and habits and, you know, uh, changing yourself. I, I always talk about visualization because we have to begin to visualize our truth, our true self, not the person you know, that we wrecked by saying, oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not pretty enough. Something's wrong with my smile. Something's wrong with my hair. Oh my God, this class is killing me. You know, we have such a habit of of using negative self-talk. But boy, if we really go within, find our true self, our highest self, we will come forth in such a greater way. So powerful. So powerful. I'm so thankful that you shared that. I love that image of getting in touch with our higher self and seeing it in that place. I mean, what a beautiful way to just experience your soul, experience, yeah, yeah, just that radiant soul that is each one of us. Yes, absolutely. Each one of us. You know, and I think those practices come and that's why I use so many different techniques and strategies in the book, you know, where I, you know, I talk about, you know, mindfulness and I talk about, you know, affirmations and I talk about visualization. I talk about persistence. I talk about celebrating small wins. I, I really want people to use uh, these ideas and concepts to absolutely bring forth their highest self, their best self. The the challenge uh, of moving past our our old habits that we've, you know, kind of, you know, been been holding on to and the old mindset, you know, the beliefs that, you know, have been, you know, charted throughout our lives, throughout our experiences. If we don't remove those things, we'll just continue to, you know, bolster and bring forth negativity into our lives. And so um, yeah, it, it's 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 an excellent feeling to to move into a place of feeling your highest, knowing that you know this is my true frequency, this is my true vibration. Let me live in that vibration. And something else important that you said is that it's something that we practice. You know, it's something that we have to keep doing because left to our own device. Our our brain's natural negativity bias is going to focus on just what we need to survive, and and what's danger or what's negative. Yeah, we absolutely we can get uh, we can get trapped into our egos, and that that thing that ego definitely wants us to you know survive in an outer existence. You know, it's it kind of it's kind of looking that way. There's this story in the Bible about um, Jesus and John the Baptist, and and so. Um, Jesus comes to the to the to the water where John the Baptist is to be baptized, and John the Baptist looks at him and says, "Oh my God, I I can't baptize you. I'm not qualified." And Jesus says, "Do you know? Do you do do what you've been called to do?" And so he does it. Later, uh, John the Baptist says to him, "You know, I must decrease so that he can increase." And and in unity and in different places in New Thought, we we have a way of looking at that story as being the ego automatically has to give in to the spirit. It has to decrease if we allow our spirit, you know, to come into a higher vibration. So anytime we 
allow ourselves to stay in the awareness, become open to, you know, our spark, our, our highest self, our ego can't stay in that space. And so it's it's so very true, you know, that if we want to live our highest and best, then come into your spiritual nature, get into a consciousness of oneness with God, and all other things will subside. I think it's such a great example, too, because in that John the Baptist, you know, he's saying, I'm not qualified. And I think oftentimes, James, we hear ego when we think, oh, that's the part of us that's egotistical. And instead, the ego is also that little self that's saying, I'm not enough. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's the it's the it, it's that ongoing battle that I think people have with the intellect. You know, we can intellectualize almost anything. You know, we if we go into deep into the intellect, then we'll we'll find rationality, we'll find justification. You know, we'll find all these other things. You know, but spirit act, acts on one accord. You know, it's it's really about you know oneness you are capable you are loved you are deserving you are powerful you possess you know the spark beautiful it, it reminds me of your friend marianne williamson one of her you know famous quotes about the part of us that goes well who am i to be this glorious gorgeous amazing you know and and then she's like who are we not you know we're children of god like we are that spark yeah, absolutely. And that's that's a very uh, great point. You know, she she was very big on not playing small and and to her playing small meant not uh, bringing forth that thing that is within us that makes us great automatically. You know, it's, it's hard to tap into, though, when uh, we allow ourselves to be separated. You know, it's the thinking again, like God is, is distant. And and so uh, I, I think the challenge uh, for me uh, in, in in really following that that sage advice from Marianne is to always see that you know I, I was brought here you know to 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 not play small but to become open to the highest person that I can be. And, and and honestly, it's not even that challenging to do. And like you said earlier, it takes practice. Yeah, we we have to work at it. It's funny how we live in a society where there's so much emphasis put on, you know, work out that physical body, get yourself in shape. And no one talks about the inner muscle. You know, working out the inner muscle is so much more important. And, and yeah, and so we have to find that uh, um, in, in ourselves. And and what a wonderful thing to have this book, The Wealth Spark, as one of those guidebooks, you know, of how we can start living that. Okay, so James, one of the things that I want to make sure I ask you before this interview is over is I'm really curious. I mean, there's so many amazing things that are obviously sparking in your life and that you are sharing this with others in this really beautiful way and in a really personal way for you. What is truly sparking inside? Like what is becoming ignited that you kind of, as you're looking into, let's say, 2024 or into the future, you know, obviously this book and sharing this, which is really a beautiful offering and just kind of at that heart level, what for you is ignited right now? Yeah. So that's, that's a great question. So for me, yeah, the the book is, is at the forefront of things right now, but 
it's it's a greater calling for me. You know, I I I, I kind of keep the the old twelve step mantra in the back of my mind. Like we keep what we have by giving it away, and so I, I want to keep bringing the spark to the forefront of my community, the people I love, you know, family and friends, and to to make a broader appeal uh, to the world about igniting your spark, you know, bringing forth that flame of power that is within you and not so much as a way of desire or control or, you know, uh, those kinds of things, but in a way that brings you true peace. You know, they're, they're, the world is lacking peace uh, in so many different ways and on so many different levels. And so, you know, I, I really just want to bring a sense of peace and love to the world that really resonates out into the universe even. I, you know, I don't I don't see us as being just these earthly beings. I really believe that we're universal beings. You know, we we have everything in us that is in the sun, you know, every element. And so I think uh, as we gravitate more toward, you know, being our highest self and being, you know, this on this high frequency and level of existence, that it calls it calls us to a greater uh, responsibility and awareness. That is beautiful. And and do you feel hopeful when you think about the world as a whole? Is there a sense in you that we are rising to those higher levels of consciousness and evolution? I absolutely feel hopeful. I do. I, and I, I'll, I'll tell you why. I, I'm, I'm a girl dad. I have four daughters. And, and so I'm, you know, I was like, how am I going to do this? You know, and and strangely, you know, their love is so unconditional and so, you know, and so premised on just, you know, being that it became easy for me to, to, you know, go to, you know, all of the events and to get down on the floor with them and play with dolls or to have less dance competitions with them, you know, and just, just feeling the love. And so I learned from that, that my job, um, is to also spread unconditional love. And if I spread unconditional love, that will resonate or magnify into uh, more love. And so I don't, I don't have the opportunity to, to believe that we, we wouldn't have a greater world because I, I am absolutely going to love my way through it. And so if I can do that and touch one person, then that has made a difference. And if each of us can can just bring forth a little unconditional love to the world, it can make a change. It's that whole, you know, Gandhi, Martin Luther King Jr., you know, concept. You know, we 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 really have to just make the effort. What what did King said? Um, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do. You have to keep moving forward. That's my idea. I'm just going to keep moving forward with unconditional love uh, and visualize the world coming to a point of peace. So beautiful. Yes. Yes. Love that. Well, okay. A couple things before we wrap up. James, where can people get your book? So you can find The Wellspark at thewellsparkbook.com. That's the wellsparkbook.com. And there's so much there. I really want people to know that there I'm giving away 50 free affirmations. So, you know, this is something to get your day started, something you can work on. I'm giving away a chapter of the book. And there's also other things there 
that are just instrumental in helping bring forth a greater wealth mindset, better habits, and taking action, you know, towards your purpose. So yeah, the wealthsparkbook.com. And where do people find out more just about you? Well, you can also go to the wealthsparkbook.com and find out more about me, where I'm at, what I'm doing, and 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 to contact me. I, I'm I'm very open uh to to sharing and ideas and meeting new people. So yeah, it'd be a great time to to come to the wellsparkbook.com and look me up. Heck yes. Excellent for you. You've you've already shared so many what I would consider essential messages. <laughs> and I love to ask this question, you know, at the end, if if there's an essential message that you want to leave with the audience, what would that be? Uh I really want people to 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 take a look at the book and to begin manifesting success in their lives. And I don't mean again, we're not talking about I'm not talking about external success. I'm talking about, you know, the inner success that'll bring forth the external success. There's this I, I'm I'm big time into poetry. I like to write things. There's this one uh, poem that I, I, I um that I, I I've used uh, probably for the last 30 years that I wrote a long time ago, and it says Awaken soul to your purpose, to the dreams that lie in wait. With faith, release, and God, we shall open heaven's gate. For in our thoughts and actions, a power we possess to reshape our reality and manifest success. And that's what I want people to do. Beautiful. Love this. Love this so much. James, I could talk to you all day. This is this is just such a, a beautiful sharing. And thank you so much for sharing your beautiful spark with Thank us. Thank you so much for allowing me to share and, and for letting me meet your spark. You have an amazing spark within you and I wish you much success. Thank you. Well, I don't know about you all, but I am so lit up after that conversation. What a joy to have Reverend James Parker on the show. And really the the beautiful messages that he shared that true wealth comes from within, that it's not something we can earn externally. It's not outside of ourselves. And yet there can be this beautiful merging of spirituality. There can be this beautiful merging of wealth and spirituality as it comes together and creates these beautiful sparks within us that then radiate out from us and create something incredible that manifests really in our world. There were so many positive things he shared that I think are essential things that we can be the change we want to see in the world. And part of that starts by changing our thoughts, by not letting ourselves go on automatic pilot and resorting to that natural negativity bias, but that what we can do is start working on focusing on the good within us, that essence that is us, that spark, that eternal divine spark. And I love the idea of going in in the morning and doing that morning meditation where you see your highest self and that connection with that divine spark within you. And from that place, that starts changing how we perceive ourselves. And we start focusing on the positive beliefs that we want to integrate, that we want to focus on, starting with gratitude. I love that. I, I love the attitude of gratitude. I've been a long time, uh, long time practicer, if that's a word. <laughs> I've been in long time practice 
of gratitude cultivating and really, you know, the blessing that that is in our lives and how that can continue to manifest well-being. And to end with, you know, I I think what really ignited my own soul is that vision of hope for our world. I think it's really easy to get to get caught in the fear-mongering that seems like it's on every channel of news and on our media, our social media. And so to actually pause and say, hey, I can change the channel. I can turn this off. And what I'm going to focus on instead is this vision of peace and this vision of hopes. And, and the vision of hope starts inside each one of us. A beautiful message from a beautiful person. And that beautiful spark is not only in he or I, it's in each one of you. It's in all of us. And together, we light up the world. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to Igniting the Spark with Stephanie James. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to my amazing and magical producer, Tony Ficini. You can find Igniting the Spark on all podcast platforms. So make sure you subscribe so you get every inspirational episode. For more information about this show, my books, my films, and my upcoming events, go to stephaniejames.world and ignite your best life. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.